Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, now, Mairead Lavery is going to join us for today's farming segment. Segment. Good afternoon, Mairead. How are you doing? Hello, Stephanie. You have a lovely voice there for radio, I must say. Thank you so much. We had a bit of a rocky start there when we were trying to get name out on the phone and I had to jump <laughs> to a competition. But look, we're here now and we're doing it. We're doing it grand. Right. Tell me what's going on on the farm. Well, um, the weather has been great, even though maybe kind of if you're doing a staycation, you haven't been too happy. But we badly needed the rain. It came and now the grass has grown like mad. And of course, it's like getting all your dinners at the one time. Um, There's probably too much of it. And so, you know, if people, if farmers are getting a lot of grass in some paddocks, they might as well make it up into silage and have it for the winter rather than letting it go into waste. And if you're, if you know, just general advice, if, if you're grazing fields, make sure to graze them to, you know, graze them correctly, graze them right down. Don't be leaving stuff behind because it doesn't make for good grass for the following season. And, you know, I hate saying this, but the days are getting shorter. And, you know, in a month or so. Stop, we'll it's be... only August. Don't be saying <laughs> this to us. Yeah, but they are. And you can even see it, you know, you just can. looking out now at nine o'clock. And, and that has a huge impact on the amount of grass that grows. But anyway, um, what's happening on our farm at the moment is... Um, we have got a snake of a yo. And, uh, What's that? A Is that a flock. technical I'll term? I'll tell you now, we have, a, <laughs> we have, a, we have a, a sheep flock and they're so well behaved. Do you remember Ma in the film Babe? Yeah. Yeah, all our girls are a bit like Ma. They're very sensible. They're very down to earth. They're easy to manage. They know every field that they, they should be in and or shouldn't be in. And they happy toddle off to the next one whenever the gate is open for them. Right. And they walk straight into the yard for foot pairing or for dosing and the other jobs that need doing. And they know us and they're not a bit afraid of us. So it's great. They're so quiet and they're so easily managed. And and right now we have the flock in three divisions. We have the four rams who are still on the holidays. Now, rams are on holidays for... I suppose, 40 weeks a year, 42 weeks a nice year. Nice for some, they're isn't it? Sitting out. They've no interest in joining the flock. They've no interest in being with them. Right. They're sitting above at the top of the road here, at the top of the lane, and they're chewing the cud and are just relaxing, and they've been doing it since last November, and they have a bit of action now from September to October, and then they'll be going back on their holidays again. So we've the four of them in one corner, and then we have the hoggets, the ewe hoggets, and these are... Um, Last year's lambs that we left go a year before we put them in lamb and they're very nice and they're nice and quiet and they're very good. And then the main flock is in is all together. So that's the lambs and their mams. Now they'll be getting weaned and weaned the next two weeks. So there'll be a lot of shouting and roaring for a day or two and then everything will settle down and it'll be grand. And then we have well we call her the snake and her and her lamb. And this is a yo that refuses to have anything to do with the main flock. Put her within sight of them, put her in the same field as them, and she's heading for the nearest gap or the nearest weak fence, and she's gone. And flying. is she just like antisocial, or is she just a bit of an introvert? Like, is she afraid of them, or is she above no, them? No, I, I, I think she thinks she's better than them. Right, fair play to her. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. Well, maybe she is, but she, she certainly is an annoyance now. Now, and the thing about her is. You could put her in with, with the flock. They'll be gone. They'll have jumped the wire. And it could be a couple of fields away. And then 
she does it even if they have plenty of grass. It's not as if they're on tight rations here. We have plenty of grass. So she just wants to and get away from just, them. She just wants to get away from them. Now, it wouldn't be too bad if she stayed on her own. But sheep are curious. And when the hoggets or the main flock see her in another field, they think now maybe we should have a bit of what she has. Now, it's a bit like the cues for the loo paper during the COVID pandemic. Right. Or the lockdown. <laughs> Everyone following each other like everybody sheep. Everybody looking, oh, she has got, the, they're buying that, so we better buy it too. And everybody else buys it and then you run out of it. So anyway, this is what she's done. But she's recently started to take up with the 20 hoggets. And she's leading them astray, to say the least of it. So she's not content with just taking them out onto the lane. We have a long lane here and, you know, it's it's stony and gravelly and the sheep, it's very warm to li- sit on and they're inclined to like to sit along the avenue. And um, Has she always been like this or what's happening? I know she, I'm trying to like do like psychology. For the last two years. We gave her we gave her a run at it last year. We said we she was she was a good mum. She reared nice lambs. And, you know, we said, look, we leave her be. But this year, she's she really is asking for trouble because not alone now does she take them from field to field. She takes them up the avenue and she's taking them out onto the road. Now, that is something you can't do because we have a fairly fast road beside us here. And I mean, you, you, you can't have sheep sitting on the road. Uh, it's not like down in Kerry and yeah. <laughs> up in the mountains. And um, so she started to do this. Now she do, she hangs around at the at the gate. There's a you know a, a big pull in place. Yeah. And she hangs around there. But I mean, we've had people come in now for the last couple of days to tell us, you know, you have sheep on the road. Or if she doesn't do that, she goes straight across the road into our neighbour's silage field, and that's not a good news story either. So, so what's going to happen to her? Well, what's going to happen to her is um, Are we, we wait to now say? and we let we let the uh, we let her fully wean her lamb. But she's going to the mart. Uh, she's definitely going for sale. We can't keep her. And um, But does she come with the health warning then? Like, are you just passing the problem on to someone else? Or? Well, she might be good for somebody else, you know. Right, okay, um, okay. But, I mean, we've recently noticed now that the lamb she has, has is nearly in, is starting into the same sort of trouble. Right. She's able to stand in front of the two sheepdogs. And we've good sheepdogs here. And she stamps her little hoof at them as a way of telling the dogs to back off and mind their manners. Nah, you'd want to nip that and in the bud so, now, Maraid, or they'll all yeah. get notions. So so the pair of them at the moment are locked into a small yard here and I'm looking out at them and they're looking in at me and we're, they're watching to see can they escape, but they're not going to escape. So they're going to graze down this little yard and then then by then we should have the, the lamb weaned off for and um, and she'll have to go because on a farm there is nothing absolutely nothing as bad as a wandering sheep or a wandering flock of sheep i mean it's really horrendous when it starts to happen i'm sorry so you have laughing. to stop it you know right so, go on. Um, tell me about so, so, sorry go, go on. on yeah i was going to say no, tell me I about say, these so uh we have to do with her we'll have to we'll end up having to sell her on and um, and she might behave herself with a different flock but she's certainly fallen out with the flock here and has no interest in being anywhere near them you'd want to put a warning on her now though Marie don't be giving don't be passing your problems <laughs> on to other people tell me about this uh, grant for anglers to stock proof rivers yeah the Inland Fisheries Ireland um, you know there's a lot of work happening on rivers and they've about a spend of 770,000 to support fisheries conservation across the country so what's and, that um, so like protect well, it's, the river. It's also protection, protection of rivers. Now, I, I don't know, but in terms of the agricultural end of it, they've earmarked 50,000 for three particular projects, which will entail fencing off the rivers from livestock. Now, I thought 
to be honest, I thought most of the rivers were already fenced off. I know we fenced off. There's a, a little river down at the end of our place and um, the cattle used to eat, drink out of it at one stage, but it's all fenced off now. Is that to protect anyway, the river fenced... or to protect the animals from falling into the river? Both? No, to protect the water quality, to oh. keep the animals out of it. Okay. And um, so so there's um, fencing off of rivers for livestock, from livestock, um, solar water pumps. So... Um, I'm not sure what they're about now, but then there's also livestock uh, drinking troughs to improve water quality. So instead of the animals coming down to the river, they're, the, the water is pumped up. That's probably what it is. The solar pump pumps the water up to the troughs right. so that they're able to get access to water. And um, if, if you have one of these projects that you want to take part in, the funding is available to angling clubs, to commercial fishermen and to fishery owners who want to support fishery conservation. Um, 15,000 has gone to the Loch Ennell Trout Preservation Association, fair juice to them, and they will see, they'll, they'll have their river livestock proofed and they'll be putting in the water pumps, the solar water pumps and the drinking troughs. And that's going in on the Dysart River in Westmead. And they're going to be doing the same on, on a river that I'd never, ever heard of, which is um, the Dlower River, and it's above in County Mayo, and there, um, it's the it's the Heritage and Amenity Group, and they're getting as much for doing the same kind of work, and they're also putting in a fit, footbridge. And down in Cork, on the the Kilbarry Salmon Anglers are getting seventeen thousand five hundred for a river regeneration project there as well. And um, so you know, it's 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 good news. A lot of these these people are volunteers, and you know they're in associations, and it takes some amount of work to produce the documents that are yeah, required to, do all to apply for these applications. and to do all the, the, the applications and to stand over it and to be able to deliver it correctly and be able to stand over the end product and the money was well spent so fair dues to for recognising the groups to the department and, and for the work that they're doing right around the country a, a lot of the work they're doing as well is about um, growing um, planting native trees and shrubs and to just create a better environment along the riverbank and I know back here, beside me here, about, you know, two miles from me in the village of Ballyhahal, um, there's a little river there, the Hour Vaughan, and they put in walking pathways. It's 700 metres down and 700 metres back. But it's become an absolute focal point for, for the area, with people there walking at all times of the day, in the evening and at weekends. And, um, and again, you know, a development group actually doing putting in for to do this work, getting the it's grand day and making sure the projects are delivered. And, and, you know, you might think people should, who'd ever walk down there? Well, I, I walk there regularly and I've never once walked that 700, well, 1,500 metres. And if, as, as they say, if you build it, they will come. Before if we move on, it, yeah. before we move on to Market Affirm, I have to read a text message, two text messages that have come in there. One from Kieran that says, I've been known to be a bit of an annoyance because I enjoy my own company. The poor you, let her be a lone wolf. And then someone else that says, save the snake, hashtag you too. Which is very funny. <laughs> Tell us about well, Market Affirm and the week yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, Mokra, all this month they've been running a, a Know Your Neighbour Week, and sponsored by Compass, the Compass Group. And, it, you know, during the COVID lockdown, you know, people moved into parts of rural Ireland and they, they haven't been able to kind of get out and about and meet people the way they would normally have done it. Now, my own son and his fiancée bought a house above in County Loud and uh, they made it their business to get out and meet people. But 
you know, other people mightn't be as courageous or, you know, or the area mightn't be as welcoming. So Mokra has this um, Know Your Neighbour weekend and they've been asked to kind of introduce themselves to the members of Mokra, which is the young farmers group across rural Ireland. And it's not just for farmers, it's for anyone living in rural Ireland under the age of 35. And they've been asked to kind of, you know, um, go and meet the new people in their area, introduce themselves, organise a cuppa by the curb so that, you know, everybody can meet up and socially distant and they'll get a welcome into the area and, and that they will know somebody that maybe they could call to if they want to know where can they get, you know, this, that or the other service, say if they've come from a long way away and they're not local to the area. The first so step in, it's, in, in, just, it's, yeah, it's a in nice developing thing. relationships and those, and yeah. Mocker have those free Coppa by the Curb packs. They're available from the club. So check them out if you're listening from rural well, Ireland. Th- that's right. Yeah. And I mean, it's an ongoing thing. If you get to meet the people, you know, to salute them at least and you, you've met them and you've said hello to them and you know who they are. And, um, and it's not been nosy. It's been welcoming. Yeah, well, it's a great it, it's a great initiative, I think. So, tell me about the uh, the county shows and food festivals that are coming back on on, yeah. on stream. Well, the, the the unfortunately and sadly, the flipping county shows have all well, I don't know. Some of them are trying to do stuff virtually, um, but most of them are uh, cancelled because of COVID still. But there's one that's on train now. Maybe it's because it's above an Armagh. It's the Food and Cider Weekend, and it's taking place on the 9th of September, and it's got a massive. Um, <laughs> job to do because it's celebrating 3,000 years give or take of apple growing in the Orchard County so it's not called the Orchard County for nothing so they're going to have outdoor dining they're going to be food demos master classes food trails foraging cider tastings it just sounds like a lovely place to go to to go up to Armagh for a two night stay 3, maybe 3,000 years of apple growing it's not nothing 3, 000, is it yeah, 3, yeah, yeah it's something amazing so you can check it all out on www.visitarmagh.com food and cider and then over in the Burn the Burn Food Festival or Food Fair is set, to, is set to take place on the October bank holiday weekend now that for a whole load of reasons including kind of bringing the cattle to the hills and the the whole folklore and music and everything that happens over that weekend is really well worth marking in your diary and thinking about for the future. Thank you so much, Marie. We're not going to have a chance to get onto Japanese knotweed, but maybe another time. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, let us know what happens with your snake, will you? All right. Okay. <laughs> Talk to All you right. soon. That was uh, that was Mairead Lavery joining us for our farming segment. Coming up after the break, we're going to look at the journey of jeans from cotton field to shop. See you in a few minutes. Moncrief on News Talk, brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.